Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here, and welcome to this episode. Today, we've got a really special guest, Luke Brindley. Luke is going to be sharing with you how he's gone to 15 properties in his portfolio. But not just how he got to 15 properties, he's going to be revealing how he started off and struggled in his property journey to get six deals done in an eight-year period and then scale up to do nine properties in just 22 months. And let's get straight into the interview with Luke. So Luke, for anyone listening in who doesn't know Luke, um, can we tell them a little bit about your journey into property. So let's start before property. So what were you, when, were, when did you look at getting into property initially and what were you doing at the time in your life? So were you working? What did the Luke's life look at like pre-property? Yeah, so pre-property, I was working full-time. I was in the oil and gas industry, um, basically chasing around the UK for work. I uh, spent a lot of time up in Aberdeen, um, various offshore installations, um, and I, I just always had an interest in property, but I, I just wasn't in a position to get started, to be, to be quite honest with you. So it took me until 2011, until I was in a position where I could actually make a start. Right, and then in 2011, um, what did you start, how, your, your initial journey into property, what, how did you get started, what type of property were you looking to get, did you get started in? Yeah, so for myself, Kevin, it was it was essentially the, um, the the cheapest property that I could buy because in in my head at the time that that was the my only route into property was was to look at the cheapest property and then by default that particular property you know needed a significant refurb. Um, so again, by default, I fell into the buy refurb and refinance model, even though I wasn't right. aware of what that model was at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone listening in who's not sure what buy, refurbish, refinance is, so it's a model where you're buying a property, you refurbish it, you refinance it to add value to the property, and then you get your initial money back out or as much as possible of your initial money back out and then put a tenant in to service the debt. So a really good way to get started in property, but you do need that initial bit of capital to get going if you're going to use your own funds. Otherwise, you could JV with other people's funds. So that was your initial start back in, in what year, Luke? 2011. 2011. So nine, nine-ish years ago, you got started on the journey. Um, when you started and you did your first deal, uh, did, you, did you continue to work in the job and do property alongside the job or did you go all in right from the start? No, because I've got three kids, Kevin. So I was always very conscious that um, for me to move away from a day job, I, I needed to have sufficient income from a from a property portfolio before I, before I do that. Um, yeah, that's that's what I spent a number of years building up to that point. Right. So um, you continue to work in the oil and gas offshore, trying to buy property at the same time. That must have brought up some challenges. So um, trying to find property, um, I can just picture in my own head trying to find a property. You see something that could be a good deal, and you're stuck in the middle of the sea. You can't even go do the viewing. So. Um, what were the challenges you had while trying to do that while, while abroad? Because there'll be people, when I say abroad, and you, you're at home, but offshore. Um, yeah. There'll be a lot of people listening to this that maybe you're in a similar situation where they're 
they're working offshore, maybe they're in the army, maybe they're in a job where they're away from home and they're looking to get started in property at home. So, and what were the sort of challenges, I guess, initially for you to try and build that up while you're not on the ground in your area? Yeah, it's exactly what you say, Kevin. It's, I wasn't, I wasn't in the area. So, you know, quite often opportunities would come up and I'd miss out on them opportunities just because I wasn't able to act fast on them. Um, you know, I'd see, I'd see a property, but I wasn't home for 10 days. So I'd, I'd arrange a viewing by the time I'd come to the viewing, the property had gone. Um, so it was a case of just really just being persistent. Um, just, just keep trying to arrange viewings. And then, and then the opportunity came along where, you know, that particular viewing felt just in time for me to come home and snap that property up. So yeah, it was a case of just being persistent, Kevin. It, you know, it wasn't easy. Um, I do, I invest in my local area, but by, you know, I was actually reinvested remotely. But for me, persistence is really key because the start of my journey was very similar to yours, where I actually spent a long time trying to get, really get traction going. And um, persistence is something that a lot of people don't realize. Like the, I, I see a lot of people, they quit too soon. They quit before they, they get the right support, the right structure. They're looking for the quick win rather than the long-term game. So um, what would you say to anyone who's listening and thinking, you know, can they do property? Should they get started in property? Um, uh, how key is persistence to the journey, sticking at it? Maybe people that have already started and they're thinking, it's not for me, I'm going to give it up, et cetera. Um, what would you say to them listening in now? Pers persistence is absolutely key. And, and, and property is like any other business, Kevin. It's, you know, you get out of it what you put in. Um, and, and for me, you know, that, that persistence, the, the hard work, the challenges along the way, it, it's been absolutely... 100% worth the time and the effort. You know, I'm, I'm, I feel very fortunate at the age of 35, I've been able to step away from the day job. You know, I've got, I'm, I'm blessed with the freedom of time and, and, and just having, you know, the opportunity to ex explore the things that I want to do with my life now. So yeah, 100% is worth it. So 2011, you got started in property. You stuck at the day job and did property at the same time. Uh, when did you, cause obviously you, you, you've come to progressive. When, when did you come to progressive property? When did you find out about progressive? I guess, when did you find out about progressive property initially? And um, how did you find out? And then, um, when did you, when did you come here for the first time? Uh, and why? I think I probably stumbled across progressive, um, around about 2000, back in the 2016 time. Um, and that might be around the time I, I joined the, Facebook, Facebook community, um, right. and I just spent a lot of time sort of, you know, in the group on Facebook. Um, I could see that there was a lot of people in there who was doing some really good stuff in, in property, and that, you know, that inspired me even more. Uh, for anyone, just to hold you there for a second, Luke, for anyone listening in who's thinking, what is the Facebook community? So Progressive Property, I've got an online Facebook community. If you go into Facebook and type in Progressive Property Community and click Join, and then you can join that community. There's over 33,000 people like Luke in there right now to support you and help you on your property journey. And free to join. So Progressive Property Community on Facebook. Click join and um, just leave us a comment to, to welcome yourself. Tag me in, tag Luke in, and we'll, we'll give you a welcome. So sorry, continue on, Luke. Yeah, so I, I spent a lot, of, quite a bit of time in the community. Um, and then it was probably sort of middle of, 
2000 and yeah, middle of 2018. Um, the, the day job was was getting on top of me a little bit. I was, you know, I was working sort of 55 hours a week, um, and, and I was just getting no 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 job satisfaction any longer. And you know, I I, I could see at that point, I, I you know, I built up a, a modest portfolio up until that point, but I saw that as my my route to exit. So I felt I needed a little bit of support to allow me to accelerate that. Um, I'd, up until that point, I'd, I'd only ever been to one networking event. You know, I sort of, I did everything on my own. Um, so I spent quite a bit of time looking around as to where I could get support from. And then it just became apparent to, apparent to me that I kept seeing people who'd been on the VIP program and, you know, how much success some of them people had had. And it, I just felt that that program was the right fit for me at the right time. And so I decided to to go down that route and I started on the VIP program in January 2019. January 2018? 19. 19. January 2019. Okay. So for anyone who's listening and thinking, what's the VIP program? So Progressive run a mentorship program called the VIP program. <laughs> Um, if you want to know anything about that, then yeah, just leave a comment in the video. Somebody will get back to you. But but um, Luke, you started in property 2011, January 2019. You joined the VIP program. So eight years later, at the day you joined the VIP program, how many properties had you built up from 2011? So what did the portfolio size look like? Uh, I had I had six six buy to let. Okay, so six buy to let in. If you love to travel like me and you understand the power in escaping the money for time exchange trap, but you just don't know how to do it, then building an Airbnb consultancy business could be exactly what you have been looking for. Right now in the UK, there is a completely untapped opportunity through helping struggling Airbnb hosts by turning around their underperforming properties and generating you huge commission payments in the process. We are going to teach you all of the tools and all of the techniques that we've learned over the last five years through building our very own multiple six-figure Airbnb business, arming you with everything that you need to swoop in and save the day. Minimal startup costs, zero risk, and almost unlimited potential. Sound good? Welcome to the Airbnb Consultant. Contact us through any of the channels included in the studio notes to get the conversation started. Eight years. Yeah. Yeah. No, six, and six. yeah. Right. So in, in 2011 to 19, in around eight years, six by to let. Um, yeah. for, for some people listening in, they might be thinking, okay, so you're doing quite well now. Six by to let's, Luke, by the way. I mean, that's more than most people in their lifetime will ever have. So you're doing quite well. So um, there'll be a lot of people listening in thinking, you don't need support, you don't need education. All the information you need is on Google. You can just Google it. You can get the information. I mean, you've already got experience. You've got eight deals. You got you get six deals done. So why? Why did you feel you needed that additional support? What was it that you were looking for? Why not just continue the way you were going? I, I was. I, you're right, Kevin. I was doing all right, and I would have got there. Um, but as I say, I wanted to accelerate it, and I'd seen examples of people who who done who was doing things a lot faster than I was, and I wanted to, I just wanted to accelerate my own journey. 
Um, and I felt, you know, potentially I was I was missing something that I wasn't aware of. You know, you, you don't know what you don't know. So yeah, that that was that was the key driver for me wanting to 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 get on the VIP program. So fast forward, sort of twenty uh, two ish months, plus the fact that we've hit um, the biggest global pandemic in ever, probably, um, or one of the biggest in ever. So um, what? So you, January nineteen, you started at Progressive on the VIP program. You had um, eight properties, six properties. Sorry, in your first eight years, where are you at today? Yeah, so a bit further on, we've got um, 15, 15 properties now. Um, okay. You know, multiple deals in the pipeline. We've got free conveyancing at present. Um, I've started. I've started helping to build portfolios for clients. I've got four client projects in conveyancing at the moment as well. So yeah, things have just just moved on to to exactly where I wanted to be. So, so let me just get that into numbers for people who might have missed that. So six properties in eight years from 2011 to 2019. And in the last couple of years, you've added an additional nine properties to your personal portfolio. Yeah. So nine in, a couple, nine in two years, six in eight years before VIP, before Progressive, nine in two years since you got here. But also you're building portfolios for other people now as well. That's right, yeah. Yeah. You've raised JV funding and you mentioned that you got three properties in conveyancing. So just for anyone listening in who may be new to property and didn't know what that meant, what that means is if it's in conveyancing, Luke, I guess, is you've three offers in, deals accepted by the owners, they're with solicitors. So you're going to be adding three more properties, purchases in the next few months. And the next, depending on how long solicitors take, four, to eight, four weeks to two to three months with COVID slowdown. But there's three more secured deals. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and one of, one of them deals is actually uh, going to be my first conversion project. So we're actually okay. going to we're actually going to convert that to four apartments. Right. So is it a commercial conversion or a residential to four apartments? Yeah, it's just an existing residential unit um, that we're, right. we're going to we're going to split up and convert into four apartments. So yeah, I mean that's that's really exciting to me. That's right. that's a new challenge. So yeah, I'm really pleased with that one. And is that you on your own or is that you and other people? Because you mentioned we. So is that you and your family or is that you and JB Partners? No, when I, when I say we, it's, um, it is me on my own. It's, it's me, and, me and my partner. Right. And are you, are, you, are you looking at joint ventures as well to help grow your portfolio or raising finance? I mean, for people listening thinking, wait a second, he's, done, he's bought nine houses in a couple of years. How is that even possible? How is he funding them? So... Have, uh, how how are you how are you funding the deals? Well, that that also was one of the key reasons for me wanting to go on the v, VIP program. Kevin was um, up until the beginning of two thousand nineteen. The growth of my portfolio had been one hundred percent self funded. So obviously, getting up until that point, I was then able to map out how long it was going to take me to be able to become financially free by continuing to self fund the portfolio. Um, since joining the VIP program, you know, I've raised investor funds for the first time and then gone on to raise, you know, investor funds on subsequent, subsequent occasions. And, you know, I've been in sort I've been able to raise over a quarter of a million pounds. Wow. Okay. So that's good going in a couple of years. And 
And I always say this to people is in the, when they're starting out in the journey and they meet me the first time, and you maybe heard me say this online, is that when you're trying to build a portfolio, exchanging your time for money, saving up deposits to buy a property, it's just too slow. And Luke, you've tried to do it in it, with a good job. It, I'm, and I, I'm going to say this for Luke before he says it himself, but I'm pretty sure the people working offshore are on decent, they're on some decent money. And yep. he's tried to do it in a cheap area because he, even though he's on decent money in a cheap area and managed to get six deals done. And you've realized actually over eight years, it's too slow. And I always say to people, you run out of life before you ever run out of money. And the thing about the world though is, I mean, they're printing money. Right now, we have printed trillions of pounds in money. That's gonna cause inflation. That means house prices, everything will go up. But people with money need people like Luke. They need people like you watching this right now or listening in on this right now. They, they need you to find them the deals. So raising money is a key part of your journey. It's a key part of scaling your portfolio. Now, Luke, before you found Progressive, had you raised any money? No, not a penny. Did, so how did the VIP program help you, not just with the knowledge, because there's two things. When I came to Progressive, and I, I le- back in 2013, I came here to do my training. And um, it, I came for knowledge, but actually what I got was a mindset shift as well. So I guess from, from the VIP program, from the trainings at Progressive, what, what, is, what, no, what was the main benefits knowledge-wise and um, what were the benefits outside of just the, the, the knowledge that you've gained? Yes, yeah, so the, the main benefit for myself was it, it was a mindset change, Kevin. Um, I, had, I had some real self-limiting beliefs that, you know, before joining the VIP program, I, I wasn't even aware of. Um, and it was only through speaking to people and, um, you know, that I was able to identify that. Um, and that them self-limited beliefs had, had stopped me from, from, from getting out there and speaking to people about what I was doing. Um, so that was, you know, that was an absolute game changer for me, to be honest. What would you say to anyone who's listening in as well, thinking, um, can they... Can they raise money? Would people invest in them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was um, two two years ago. I I've never raised any money from anybody. Um, I'm now in a position where I'm 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 turning down I'm turning down offers for funding. Right. So that's a great place to be. And when I, I've said to people, like literally, you have people. You don't chase the money and ask for the money. You literally have people coming to you saying, "I want to give you money." Um. That starts to happen for people when they put themselves out there. So you probably don't even realize how you do this, but it's through letting people know your journey. So um, how often do you, do you use social media to talk about Luke and his journey? And how, how have you felt that social media has helped you with raising money? It's, I, I, I use it at least five times a week. You know, majority of days I'll post, I'll post you know, on a daily basis. Um, something property related, be that what, what I'm up to in property at that particular time or, you know, what challenge, challenges I'm going through, what successes I'm having. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's social media um, has just become a, a really important part of, of, of my business. I remember when I used to use it just to post pictures of my dinner. It, it is a business tool. It's almost, it, and this is the thing about property, it's not just about, your knowledge of how to find a deal. It's your connections. It's um, the, you, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. So um, what, at Progressive, apart from the VIP program, have you done any of the trainings in terms of the individual strategies? 
Have you focused specifically on the mentorship side? Yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't done any of the training with with Progressive. Um, I went straight into the VIP program, um, and that that was I spent a lot of time looking around at various training programs from from various different providers, Kevin and. As I say, at the VIP program, I felt was the perfect fit for me at the perfect time, and and it and it proved to be so. What would you say are the the top sort of five things that you've benefited from that have helped on your journey? I'll give you three to make it easier, if you like. Yeah, go on. I'll um, put you on the spot. Yeah, no, number one is is, is connections um, and network. You know, my my network has has grown exponentially. I, I didn't I didn't have a property network, if I'm quite honest. Two two years ago, um, I've now got a a vast property network. Um, secondly, would be um, you know self belief and, and mindset. You know, I, I'm I'm really confident in in where I'm at now and and where I'm going to be in the future. You know, you, you achieve one goal and then and then quickly set yourself some, some new goals. So yeah, I'm working towards some new goals now. And then thirdly is I, I achieved my you know long term goal of, of being able to step away from the day job and I stepped away from the day job three months ago now and it's it's been completely life changing, Kevin. You know, I've got a, I've got three kids, I've got a family, um and the impact on on them and myself, you know, it's it's really been positive. I'm 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 just happier in myself, you know, I've got freedom. I've got time to think. I've got time to explore opportunities. It's yeah, it's been completely life changing. Awesome. Well done for that. So three months out of the job, and you've done it in the middle of the 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 COVID crisis as well, which is like people will be some people will be sitting at home going, "Oh my god!" If if this was my mum, right, she'd be saying to me, "Keep the job, keep the job." And yeah. um, but what you have done is you you have given yourself the time freedom. To, and the biggest thing for me when I quit my job was the, the time freedom to have the mind space to be able to sit down and think and spend time with the family. But it's the time, the time to be able to plan out the next steps. But what you didn't do is you didn't quit your job the first time you started back in 2011. And you didn't quit the job the minute you walked into VIP in 2018. You built your plan first. And, and it scares me sometimes when I see people, they, they hear one thing online, they go, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be a millionaire, and then they quit their job immediately and they've not built their plan. So it's really important to build your parachute while you're in the airplane and then jump. So did you fully replace your income before you quit or did you just replace your... Because two things, I guess, your income or your cost of living are more than your cost of living. So what was your plan to jump? What was the, the number? Was it income equaled or was it just cost of living or was what was the comfort number for you that gave you the confidence to go i'm going full-time now yeah so the, the comfort level for me kevin was was somewhere between covering the cost of living and you know income income cover um you know and i'm pleased to say that since quitting the job you know the opportunities that we've been able to secure since then will actually you know surpass what the income was anyway um so yeah that was that was my comfort level Awesome. So, um, well done, and welcome to the to the full time property family, and um, the future. So, Luke, what does the future hold for Luke Brindley? What's what's next? Um, what's next in the next 
sort of few months? And then what's the long-term vision, the long-term goal? Yes, yeah, so me- immediately, um, as I say, I've got several several projects in conveyancing, my first conversion project. Um, I've got several client projects in conveyancing. Um, I'm, just, I'm just really enjoying helping other people to grow their portfolios as well. You know, that's, that's again, that's something that I wouldn't, I would never have done if I didn't join the VIP program. Um, you know, I was actively encouraged to to put myself out there, and and I actually once I did put myself out there, I started getting approached, you know, on a regular basis by people wanting me to assist them in growing their portfolios. Um, I've also just started working with with a local charity um, who've, you know, traditionally they've. They just lease properties, and and they've approached me. They they want to start building up their own asset base to, to save costs, you know, on an ongoing basis, and 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 you know, really really change the way that they do things. So that's that's a, re- a really exciting opportunity for myself as well. Right. So um, you can give, do you want to give a shout out to that charity or anything, or that the specifics of it, or um, no, I won't at the moment, Kevin. Okay, no problem. So next is, um, I guess, so you said you've, you've raised money and you're also bought, building a portfolio for other people. So how did you find, did you raise the money within the VIP community, within the progressive community, or did you raise it? A lot of people say, raise your money from family and friends. Um, I know personally, when I, I've raised like well over a million pounds in funding, millions of pounds in funding, but what I didn't do is I didn't raise a single penny from family and friends. Because I used to go to my family and friends initially because that's where I was told, go to family and friends. And when you read a book or something, that's where you start. But my family and friends, they, they were like looking at me going, why would I lend money to you? I've known you since you were a kid. Um, I found it easier with a total stranger to raise funding. And also total strangers had more money than my family and friends. So where did you raise the money? Was it, was it family and friends? Was it work colleagues? Was it total strangers? And I guess how did you how did you find them? How did you approach them? Um, I was in a similar situation, Kevin. Um, family and friends just you know I just want an option for me um, for various reasons. So all the people I've raised money from uh, have been new connections within within the last two years, and and all all of them connections have come through through social media. So people who who've approached me. Not necessarily approach me initially to say, you know, I've got, I've got some money. Do you want, they want the money? You know, but people I've made connections with through social media and then relationships have built up. Um, so yeah, that's that's been the, the single source of of funding for myself. And the people you're you're building portfolios for now, the people you're buying property for, sourcing for, uh, against, is that similar? Social media? Um, are any of them within the progressive? Is that? Is that social media within the progressive community or external to progressive? Yeah, social for, for funding wise, it's been it's been um, a bit of a mix. People within within progressive and, and people external of progressive, um, and then again on the um, portfolio building side of things, it's also been a mix. You know, people within the progressive community and, and people external from that too. Right, because what what a lot of people don't realize as well when they, is that people come not just to learn. So people that I meet here at Progressive, they come here to learn how to be property investors, learn how to do the work, do the sourcing like you look. But one of the things I didn't realize when I came here initially in 2013 was that other people come here to find people like me and you. They come here to find somebody who's going to do the work for them. 
They want to, they want the knowledge to know what to do, but they don't necessarily want to do it. They just want to know the lingo when they're having the conversation with you about, does Luke know what he's talking about? I need to know what I'm talking about to know that Luke knows what he's talking about. So quite often the people with the money are in the very same networking rooms that you're in um, and in the same social media groups that you're in. So if, if you're not out there on social media, if you're not out there connecting with people, it's going to be very hard for them people to know that you're looking for property deals. Um, so do you have any tips, Luke, on the sort of stuff that you tell people about about you that others could maybe follow? So if, you're, if you were going to this week look for a new investor or a new person that could fund a deal, what would be your top sort of three tips of how you'd go about doing that? What I'd say is that I don't actively um post with the intentions of, of seeking out investors um all, all i do kevin is i post about my my own journey what what opportunities i'm working on um and you know it's, it's just really natural it, it just becomes a becomes a part of your daily routine i just talk about what you know what challenges i've got what successes i've had um and just be active, you know, and it's not all of, it's not always about your journey as well. Um, I'm, I'm, I spend a lot of time helping, helping other people who are in property as well. And, you know, that, that, that can be seen by others, you know, people, people then start to see what type of person you are, you know, you actually take the time out to help other people as well. So people invest in people. So it's, mm. it's the big, it's the full picture. That, that's, that is pretty much what I do and what a lot of people that are successful do. But for some people listening, they're thinking, that sounds way too simple. But the reality is, if you think about it at home, when you see somebody post, they're saying, I want 100 grand for this development or I need 150 grand for this deal. Immediately, you're, you're, you're turned off. So by doing what Luke does, which is just talk about your journey and not, not chase the money, actually, you get people more interested in you. And they're more interested in what you're doing and sharing your downs as well as your ups. Then they're seeing that, you know, you know how to recognize when you've made a mistake. So there's some gold dust in what Luke just said there when you really analyze it and look at it. And I'd almost, for, for you, if you're listening to this, re-watch, listen to the words he just said there because it sounds so simple, but it is exactly what you need to do to attract people to want to work with you. So, um, Keep and, and on that, I'm not even going to say what are you going to continue to do, Luke, because you've got to continue to do what you've been doing, because that is the secret to raising funding and, and getting people to want to work with you on deals. Um, what, what would you say, Luke, to people who are sitting at home at the moment thinking, um, are watching this at the moment thinking, I'm, I really want to get started in property. I'm not sure how to get going. Or maybe they have started like you had and they've hit that roadblock of, I've invested my life savings in. I'm getting a few hundred quid or maybe a grand or whatever a month cash flow, but now I feel stuck. So what would you say to them that, that they, in terms of what they need to do as the next steps to get them, get the traction going again and get moving on the journey? The, the opportunities are there, Kevin. Um, you know, and, I, and I'm, a, I'm a prime example. I'm someone who, 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 who tried for a long time on my own and it was only through, you know, getting out there, making new connections, um, really getting out of my own comfort zone that, I, I was able to to accelerate things and and yeah and with great assistance on the on the VIP program as well. 
And your area at the moment, you sound like, are you investing in like one small area? Yeah, so they're all within a 10, 15 mile, mile radius and, and probably um, 90, 95% of that are, are within a, a, a five mile radius. Right. And based on your accent, they're clearly all in central London, right? That's right, Kevin, yeah. Now, where, 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 do you, where are you investing? So which, part, which part of the northeast are you in? Yes, I'm based, I'm based in Hull. Which in Hull, okay. Yeah. Right. So I, now I understand why you said the first ones you bought were cheap. I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. Hull's a great area. It's a good city, big city. Um, so, Luke, for people that would like to, catch, to touch base with you, maybe find you, how could, if somebody's watching this thinking, I'd like to touch base with Luke, how can they find you? Yeah, so they can find me on, um, on social media, um, Luke Brindley, or also, you know, I've, I've got a Facebook page, Buy to Let Wizard. And, you know, from a, from a sourcing perspective, you, you can find us on um, Grow Your Property Portfolio. So, yeah, if anybody who wants to, you know, reach out and connect, then, yeah, feel free.